Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. We're joined now by Governor Josh Shapiro, um, who just came in to the Martin Luther King Day of Service. Governor Shapiro, welcome to the show. Thank you, Solomon. Good to be with you guys. Yeah, good to have you, man. So, um, what is the what is the legacy of Dr. King mean in your view? I think it means service, and that we each have a responsibility in that service, and that it is a constant work in progress. Let me give you an example um, that's fitting for where we sit here today, Solomon. The Civil Rights Act was passed sixty years ago. A year after it was passed, Dr. King was right here at Girard College, where we sit today with Cecil B. Moore, a great local civil rights leader, working for more equity in our school system. That proves the point that we always have to keep working at this. Civil Rights Act was passed. You'd think everything was done, right? Everything was done. We, we don't need to work anymore. But Dr. King understood it was a constant work in progress. And so I think for me, that's what I've always taken from his legacy. There are so many individual things that he fought for that are critically important. But the fact is he just kept fighting. And that is what I took from it, and I try and do my part every single day in, in the work I do as governor. Yeah, I think that as as we look at uh, what's happening now, a lot of the things that King achieved during his lifetime legislatively uh, have been under attack uh, for the past few decades. Uh, you have folks who are willing to play the long game in order to attack uh, specifically the Voting Rights Act of, of 1965. You know, what are we doing in Pennsylvania to secure the vote in the face of that fight? against it. Look, we have seen attacks from within the system, right? The former president of the United States, uh, legislation that would make it harder for certain people to vote that's being pushed by some in Harrisburg and state capitals across uh, this country. What I've always tried to do first as attorney general, now as governor, is make sure every legal eligible voter has access to the ballot box and that we break down those barriers to entry. It's one of the reasons why I brought about automatic voter registration in Pennsylvania just a few months ago, just making it easier for people to sign up to have their voice be heard. And then making sure that we defeat any attempts to stop people before they go to the ballot box. You may recall, I know we've talked about this in the past, when the former president tried to make it harder for people to vote, I went to court over 40 times against him, and by the way, won every single time to make sure that eligible voters had access to the ballot box and then their votes were counted. As governor, we're gonna do the same thing through my secretary of the Commonwealth, that's the person that oversees our elections, Al Schmidt, a Philadelphian. We're working hard to make sure that from both a law enforcement perspective as well as a legal perspective, folks have safe, easy access to the ballot box. And we'll be doing We did that in the past and we'll do it again. And I think we can all take pride in the fact that in 2020, uh, we had a safe and secure, free and fair election in Pennsylvania. And we're going to do that again in 2024. You know, uh, you, you mentioned the former president. He's called on his followers to come to Philadelphia to, quote, guard the vote. Um, that sounds ominous to me. And so what do we do from from an official uh, standpoint to to actually guard the vote? 
Well, I think language like that makes us all less safe. It makes people uh, feel as though they are going to be threatened if they show up at the ballot box. Um, we proved in 2020 in the face of that language that folks could vote whether they voted from home, you know, by mail or whether they showed up at the polling place that they would be able to do so securely. We're going to do that again, working with local, state and federal law enforcement partners. I also think it's really important that we match that rhetoric from the former president and others um, with a response that we can't let that just stand. We can't let it stand that somehow there's irregularities in Philadelphia or anywhere else. I think there is also some racist undertones to that, that uh, not just the former president, but others are engaged in. I think we have a responsibility to meet it with a response in our words. And then as governor, make sure that we have a plan in place to ensure that if you show up to vote, you're going to be able to do so safely and securely. So, Governor, you know, and I have to ask you about about this before before you leave. Um, Act 40, of course, is something that uh, has been controversial. It's part of a package of bills that my understanding that you you signed um, in order to pass the budget. Um, but it puts a separate prosecutor in place just in Philadelphia. Um, how, how, in your view, does that affect the voters? And, and how do you settle this this controversy that has come about as, as a result of it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, understand, if I, I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to set the table a little bit for your listeners first. I'm the only governor in the entire nation with a divided legislature, meaning I've got one chamber led by Democrats, one led by Republicans, which means for us to get anything done, you've got to seek bipartisan compromise. At the end of last year's session, uh, about a little over 30 bills reached my desk. These were bills related to the budget. These were also bills related to criminal justice reform. Mm -hmm. Finally, uh, capping our probation system and ending the cycle of people going back into prison just for technical violations. Uh, Passing a clean slate law so if you got your um, pardon, you also got your record expunged. You get back to work. You can take your kid on a class trip, you name it. We also made historic funding in education, public safety, economic development, a number of other areas. Why do I say this? Because it required all of us to come together and sort of agree on a large package of bills, a package of bills that was negotiated between the Democratic House led by a Philadelphian speaker, Joanna McClinton, and the Republican Senate. And you know what? When you got bipartisan government, you got to make some compromises here and there. Relative to the specifics of this legislation, I would just respectfully, and you know I mean this respectfully, push back slightly on what you said about a new prosecutor. This um, having the attorney general be able to prosecute some crimes that occur on a SEPTA platform, for example, is a concurrent type of jurisdiction. By the way, similar to what I experienced when I was attorney general, I prosecuted lots of drug crimes and gun crimes and other things here in the city of Philadelphia. That doesn't mean that the DA's role is any less important or the DA is pushed aside. It just means that you are adding more resources to try and create a safer city in Philadelphia. And by the way, this occurs in other jurisdictions as well, having the attorney general have that type of concurrent jurisdiction with the DA. So it's not about taking away authority. It's about adding more resources to help keep the community here in Philadelphia safe. And again, this was a package of bills that was balanced between Democrats and Republicans so that we could try and get uh, a good bit done for the people in Philadelphia and across Pennsylvania. Okay. well, we, we won't argue that point today, Governor. 
Uh, I appreciate you coming and, and joining us here on WURD Radio, and certainly I'm looking forward to us talking more always. as you uh, as you work through. Always enjoy coming on URD, yeah. and always enjoy talking to you, whether we agree or disagree. I yeah. appreciate the approach yeah. that you take, and I appreciate that you ask the questions and give me an opportunity to answer them. Yeah. I just want to wish every listener out there on URD um, a, a happy Dr. King Day. I hope you're taking a moment to serve or pause and think about the life of Dr. King and not just dedicate yourself to service today, but every day in Pennsylvania. Absolutely. Governor Josh Shapiro, thank you for joining us this morning on WURD. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.